0: Search, each man different, living his own way, searching, discovering numero uno. Welcome BBCers to episode number 108 of the Broken By Concept number one solo queue League of Legends podcast in the world. I'm Nathan Mott, I help people get better at jungling. This is Coach Curtis, he helps people get better at the middle of the map, you know, With mage champs and all that sort of stuff and assassins and cool stuff. First topic here, Curtis. We had a conversation earlier this week, Curtis. This is the theme, the starting theme,
1: wake up calls. Wake up calls. And it's
0: funny how you talked about a story about your wake up call this week. Yep. And then when I was doing my reviews this week, just by coincidence- they're to do a lot of wake up calls going, and and I literally use that term. I probably never really used that term yeah. in recently, and yeah. I literally just like. I have this one particular client, Diamond Eos. We call him Sammy D. We actually have some names of some really bad plays in Soul Two. They call it like the Sammy D gang and stuff like right. that because it's just like the worst gang. Like, right? It's like, That's not like, passive
1: aggressive at all. Is no, it? it's
0: yeah, it's incredibly <laughs> passive aggressive. But he he can take it. Sammy D can take it. Oh, uh, it's like, you know, he ganks like a, you know, the, 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 huge wave that he's like, you know, they're pushed up, but he's not thinking about the size of the wave okay. and he ganks it and then yep. he gets his entire team killed and stuff like that. Anyways. Um, I mean, similar, he's been doing similar to that, but he was just doing some low ass quality ganks mid. Okay. Um, and I actually made a soul 2 article about it and I literally, you know, caught it out and it was funny cause there was like three other reviews that day as well with the same problem. I'm just ganking full HP mid is leaning towards the uh, the side of their jungle. You know, it's just like really mm, sloppy. He's mm, Diamond, right? Mm, In the US. Mm. And and he he knows this. He knows it's bad. But, you know, there's like this narrative where the the, the typical narrative, is what there has been a common theme of our review sessions this week, is I finish my jungle camps, my clear, my early clear, so I have to gank something, or I just we're gonna lose the game or something. That's the narrative, right? right. Yep. Um and yeah, just really low quality games. And then he, then the next day he, he, he said, you know, thanks. I had, that was a good wake up call. You know, it's like, I have to just go back to playing and wait, waves. What is good, really basic fundamentals of the game? What's a good gank? What's a bad gank? Right. Yep. So, um, you know, I had a couple of other review sessions as well. Just like, you know, stuff that we've gone over before. It's like, come on, like, you know, wake up guys, let's go like stuff, you
1: know, you know, it's, I think, you know, just- just to jump in here. Yeah. When you play a lot of league, it's very easy to become completely unaware. That's right. Of what exactly is happening in your journey because you're so, you're so just delusional about what you're, you're seeing what you want to see, right? You see what you want to see. A great example. I've got two really great examples of this just, just by chance. Mm. Um, I've got a bunch of Zed players in the MLA right now and I heard, overheard them. We're just kind of chilling in a call. And they were talking about watching Zed streamers. And they were talking about, I think it was Kat and someone else talking about their favorite Zed streamers to watch. And they were were talking about how they used to watch, I think, Laceration. And they were saying how, I just don't enjoy watching Laceration anymore because he he misses all of his triple Shuriken combos and then proceeds to complain about how bad the champion is. But from the outside looking in because we're not, you know, attached to his climb or we don't have we objective. We're just looking at it for what it is. Yeah. This has nothing to do with your setup or the champion or anything. You're just missing your WEQ combos. You're just missing your True Book again.
0: Something that he would be like, Oh, like oh, that's why I'm a Zed player. That's my identity. Or if he I'm would good have reviewed
1: someone that. else's, he would be the probably the first person to call that's it out. Right. Like dude, you're not using But he is not seeing he's coming in with the lens that like, Zed is a shit champion. Therefore, this is the reason why I'm losing games. And a lot of these one tricks specifically, and I think I spoke about this in the last episode, the danger of only yeah. playing one champion.
0: Because you you see what you want to see again. You, you see what you that. want to
1: see. You want to believe that your champion sucks because it makes you feel better about yourself. It's
0: ego protection at isn't it? It's all
1: ego protection. Um, yeah, the brain, that we are very good at lying to ourselves. We're very, very good at lying to ourselves. And these toxic narratives, this is actually a topic that I was going to talk about today that really comes into this is, kind of like the similar topic, Um, I had a client that said to me, said, I am now in hindsight after that wake-up call, basically that you gave me, I am actually shocked at how how well I can disguise toxic narratives through lying to myself. Like he was just shocked. Like I'm like knowing what I know now, just what I've been through over the past few weeks and past month, I'm actually now kind of, you know, borderline scared about like, how can my brain even do this? Mm. We don't, we're not even aware of it. Mm. You know, we're not even aware of what our brain can do in this situation because again, we want to see what we want to see. And our ego is incredibly good at protecting, protecting ourselves.
0: That moment when he knew that was like a huge impact, like he probably had a
1: physical reaction to that. Right. It's like, Mm. whoa. Yep. That's how I've been lying to myself for, for a month. Yep. I've got a guy, another client right now, Nathan, he, uh, you are going to love this one. You know when you get a client and they and they 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 have this massive drop in LP, right? So this guy came to me and he said, Curtis, I've dropped from Platinum 1 all the way to P4. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on demotion shield. I'm about to go to golf. I'm about to go to go one." I well, love it. Right? When you get this Nathan, yeah. You're automatically like, you're you're just, you're like just ready? Because there's, there's obviously some massive thing going wrong, right? Like, you just
0: you bring up a VOD like, and yeah.
1: I can towel you in two seconds. Yeah, right, yeah, right. there's something, <laughs> there has to be something massively wrong. So, my first questions are generally like, okay. Yeah. Are you playing in three blocks? Yeah. Are you reviewing your games? Are you sticking to your champ pool? You know are, All you the know,
0: really foundational yes. things. That's like the first questions you asked.
1: Right. So uh, this guy was doing all of that, yep. right? So tick,
0: tick, tick, tick. Tick,
1: tick, 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 box. And I'm like, mm, interesting, mm. okay. Were you focusing hardcore on the LP when you were close to default? No. And so I went through these questions. I was actually starting to get kind of interesting because usually it's I've done so many of these, these things, like I kind of really know exactly what to look for. And he actually caught me off guard. I'm like- okay, this might be a little bit of a unique case, right? Mm. I'm like, okay, given mm. that you've said yes to all this, why don't we just get into the review and mm. let's take a look at it? Mm. Katarina, one trick this guy is, right? Mm. He climbed from P4 to P1 before, and this was largely during that time when Divine Sundara uh, at Katarina was like a really big thing. Um, and what actually happened, I believe, I said, you're actually, you were never a platinum one Katarina player. What actually happened is that your climb with Katarina, because co- he's actually kind of new to platinum as well. Your climb with Katarina to P1 coincided with the buff to that that really good build at that time, the eighty Katarina build with the Divine Sunderer, uh, yep. alongside just having a metric ton of confidence and getting a lot of lucky games. Like you can't actually just get lucky, right? You, can, right? you can have a series of lucky games. So I, I predicted that you're actually probably a platinum three, high plat three player potentially. And that divine Sunderer push you up again. A few lucky games just push you up again and you just scrape bottom of a a P1, right? So now what the way the system works is obviously divine Sunderer got nerfed. You're doing a different build. You then- Your confidence gets shattered a little bit. You're losing again. You're actually getting the flip side of the auto wins. You're getting the auto losses. So the the system calibrated. And now you're actually actually kind of below your rank now because you're playing with low confidence. And I kind of gave him this narrative. Like that actually makes perfect sense. And we got into the review, right? Looking at his behavior. And straight up, the first play that happened, essentially, he had a winning side bot side, losing side top side. And no, no, there was a there was a play where the enemy jungle showed on Dragon bot side. His jungle was top side. Heavy trading melee versus melee matchup top. The easiest split map scenario that you will ever get. It's like, like the
0: perfect situation. It's like perfect
1: situation for Katarina. Just go top. You just
0: always win those games. Just
1: win them. It's just a free win. Just yep. go top, kill the top laner. Snowballing matchup was like a rally of eight rocks or whatever it was. You're just going to win the game. Then he like dicks around trying to like defend Dragon by himself with like the bot lane kind of like. It was the shittest play, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like- well, that's it. There's nothing fancy about this. He had zero wink on assessment. There was no thinking about strong strong members, just completely missing Katarina it, basics. Yeah.
0: Just literally, oh, dragons up. I should go defense. Well, he's it. just not
1: thinking, it's just in it's just, just going with the flow, right? And my point here being, you know, there's a lot here you can unpack. Like, you know, you can get LP many different ways. There is such thing as you get lucky, and um, you know, I don't want to use the term ELO inflation, but there are times where we will we, we might be higher than we would have otherwise given a certain item buff, whatever. Um, but more importantly, he was completely delusional. He was genuinely gobsmacked. He's like, I just have no idea what's going wrong in my games, right? And we become blindsided. We become blindsided to to what's actually happening in our games, and sometimes you just need that objective view. Like, and as a reality, he actually messaged me recently saying, "Thank you so much. I'm feeling way more confident. I'm feeling great now.
0: He's killing it." Because he he also it sounds like he accepted. That's the hard thing. He could have easily not accepted. He could have been like, "Oh, Curtis, you know, it's like, yeah, that sounds good, but." Yeah. I, I, I still, I think I'm plat one. Like I was right. dominating yeah, yeah, yeah. those games, he you did. know?
1: That's a good thing about that client. He did accept that like, okay, I'm just, it's, it's like, okay, I actually am. I am p plat, three
0: whatever. That's my level of play. And that's the only reason it's, he come out. That, of it. that is correct. That's the only reason you ever will. Because other than that, you're never going to come out. You're never going to come out because guess what? Every single fault. It's like, if I'm losing in plat three, plat four, for some reason, and I was a plat one player two weeks ago, it must just be unlucky. Mm, mm. I, my
1: teammates must suck. I must just mm. be on this unlucky streak. 100%. Um just following on from this, point, tying back to the calling, you know, calling people out, a wake up call in a wake way. Right? Up calls, wake up yes. call.
0: That's the theme.
1: The theme. Um, I was finishing up my games last night in the in the MLA, and Felipe actually said a comment. And he said, because I said something about how, you know, uh, I haven't got many games on Ari. I'm learning Ari, and I'm missing all these charms, and I'm losing games because I'm missing charms and stuff, right? And yep. he said, Curtis, just like, just being like, I'm just trying to make sure you're, like, I'm just going to hold you accountable. Are you, is this an excuse or like, is this like, you sound like you're a little bit delusional here. Like, is this, are you, are you using this as an excuse to the reason why you're losing games or is this genuinely the case? So
0: the, the charm thing, like,
1: yeah. Like, like, like what, like he, he was basically saying Curtis from the outside, it can seem like you're using this as like a, like an excuse or you're, you're giving yourself permission to like lose in a way or something. And, you know, he, made, he 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 forced me to articulate what is it that I why am I losing games, right? And and that process of simply just like that question, it it just got me thinking. i like, oh, my, you know, does he have a point, right? So I just like started to say out loud like what my thoughts are, why I'm losing games, articulate what just happened in my block of my block of games that day, and that process of actually just like kind of someone calling you out in a way and giving you that kind of wake up call. And forcing you to kind of go in your in your mind and really like lay it out was very helpful for me. Even though I I, I know I know exactly why I'm losing, there is that question. That question could easily save me in another situation where I am being delusional, or could save me in the future, or that's like similar to question you answered me. Like you know why I'm dying, I'm dying to level three ganks. You know all this stuff in in that. We've about that story many times. My point being is I think. A toolkit that I'm actually thinking of using moving forward, if I'm ever stuck or feel like I'm plateaued or I'm losing games, I should brute force in a way. We we could like brute force waking ourselves up by asking ourselves very challenging questions like, is this just bullshit, Curtis? Like, are you just making is this, is this like, are you just are you just creating an excuse for yourself to lose games? Like, is this genuinely true? Like, just be brutally honest. Double check, triple check. Yeah, triple check. Like, is this really the case, Curtis? Like, go. This your is box. what I
0: think, and it's
1: like, okay, I Let's need to test, test it. Test it. I, need, like, I look in the go box. Back, it's like, Is the this box. genuinely what's
0: happening? It's like, how about I do the exercise where I don't look at any charm usage, of this game and just go back to the fundamental fun right, yeah, fundamentals. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Am I dying level three gangs? Exactly. Am I playing off my teammates? Resets? Am I playing strong side, weak side? Yeah. Is it really what you think it is? Because that is such a sexy narrative to be like, oh, I lose this game, especially. Especially since the, the way the game will go Like let's say You get to meet fights as Ari Where I assume yep, they, That this is where You're missing the charms Right
1: Oh it's everywhere actually Okay Even yeah, early game really Everything bad,
0: yeah. I guess that, that Could be Because I thing, like, like
1: I remember Distinctly yesterday yeah. Like I told you that today At the gym There was one Where like Rengar Ganked me at level 5 <laughs> yeah. And like the, the, uh, He like roots the target In front of my face And I just Don't charm <laughs> and we just got that because if we got that kill, the game would be out of control. Yeah, yeah. The game's just different. It's level five gank. It's, <laughs> yeah. And he just flamed me. I'm like, oh, that makes sense, you know. Like, and the, I, there was so, and the one you saw in that game the other day with the clist over the wall, oh, like, God. that was not losing me the game, but like, that made the game really bad decisions. Yeah, like, 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 that, that's either. a trend. And there was another game in that block as well. Point blank, Viego. If I kill the jungler, I should never miss it again. Game would have been very different. Now, it's not the only thing. There's things like my, I've noticed I'm not taking control of lane assignments. Um, I lost a game yesterday because of a lane assignment and I wasn't on that's the right side of the map. That's because you've
0: gone deep and you've yeah, asked the question. you have asked make the, question, sure yeah, I the went in,
1: I'm going into the details. That's what still. I'm saying.
0: That, that is such a sexy narrative. Like i miss each other. It's a great learning objective. I think that that's something you're focusing on. I think yeah, it's important, yeah. but- yeah, that's the it's dangerous not the thing is saying thing that thing as well. It's like it's like that the, the sentence i view, it's like, I am losing every game mm. solely because I can't right, hit R right. E charm. That's the dangerous thing versus Exactly. RE charm is a huge flaw in my gameplay. I need exactly. to work on that. Spot on. But, You know, there's still lots of things. I'm not playing can, perfect League of legends.
1: Because like I think when when I say that, um, my Ari Charms are losing me games, I know that it's not the only thing that I'm doing wrong, but I know that it's like a fundamental that I need to get down pat- It's like, it's just a priority. It's like, if I can't land my charms, what's the point? What's the fucking point of playing Ari? Ari, Like my champ is literally predicated on landing my charms. So like when I say that, but I can see from the outside, from Felipe's perspective, him calling me out, it's like a great wake up It's Like, fuck, you know, I really got to be on top of that. You know, i got to make sure that I'm still looking at the game holistically and- how impactful is this really? Like me missing the charm, is this really the reason or is it just the way states in general? Is it me not being aware of my jungles location? Is it to me, whatever it might be. And I think that for all of us here, if you are losing a lot of games and you you think you know what it is, it's good to double check, triple check what it is. You know, having
0: people- Having people, that's the power of community. Community and calling you out is really important because it, it really hurts to admit that you're wrong, especially yeah. when you're so convinced. If you've been telling yourself, oh, yeah, that Ari Charms is the only reason I'm losing games for four or five days, and
1: then you're think wrong. about
0: how, and then someone says, you know, I, I don't think that's the case, Curtis. Think about how much of the ends of the earth you will defend your point.
1: Yeah, because I would look, I would. Yeah, it'd, it'd feel so painful, yeah, right? My you look, ego
0: would—you look like an idiot.
1: Look like an idiot, hundred percent.
0: It's like Coach Curtis can't even can't even be real with himself. Yep, hundred percent.
1: The ego to the ego would be—it it would be so hard for 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 me in that situation to to admit that I'm wrong. Totally agree, and and I what I said I say I, I think I said yeah I, I believe it is, but I said all these other reasons as well uh, in the moment. I know it's not the only reason. There's other things as well. Um, but I, what I do rather right now, I don't know if you do this, when I review my games, I I will just basically say like, these are like the core things that I did. Like I'll I'll skip over it. I'm like, this is like the, these are the main things that contributed to that game. Say like, I need to do that for my peace of mind. I don't know about you. Like I need to know specifically how I contributed to that game. Like what, what, what was it that really screwed my team this game? Um, before you move on to the next, yeah. Game. Before I move on, like it's hard for me. I can't, I can't move on really without knowing what it is that I did wrong. Like I don't have to do a super thorough review, but I need to at least, at minimum, know what it is that I did. Like the core pivotal decisions that screwed my team. Um, do, you, do you do like like in you when you're when you're in the Sol2, like after you know, when you're streaming your solo queue games? Um, yeah,
0: I mean sometimes I don't really. Some games is not games that I'll really review, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I will have a, an, an idea. I, mm. I don't know if it's the role that I play or jungle specifically and the way – I think it, my play style is really easy to know. Right.
1: It's very simple.
0: For example, that Volibear game that I played yesterday, mm. it's like, you know, I invade, I get the advantage over Karthus and then I, I get – I smite the crab. And then he just takes it away because I wasn't patient. And then I bait my team for a triple kill. Like the game Right. Is, it's just so simple. You know, simple. it's really you, you don't easy need to stuff. go over it. I yeah. don't even need to review that. Like, it I'm says, a- you already know what. Because the- <laughs> you know what I have? I have, like, because my because volley- I'm playing volleyball, you drop off like a truck, right? Yeah. I have the next 15 minutes of the game. I came up with a solution in that game during the game <laughs> because the game was 100% over. Right, 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 right. I know what you mean. Yeah. That's not a game like, like I guess you could say that, like, I gave up, but. That game was 100%, you know, I was like yeah. three levels behind Carthus. Like, yeah, that's, no way that's just...
1: very interesting because like comparing that with, with one of the most, like I had a, a, it was a game where like I had two losing sides and but me and Yi was really strong and like I was playing Aru with a Yi jungle and we're in like a, like we, I think we set up ganks I think we killed the Seraphine mid like two or three times and I knew the game had to be won through me and Yi. We we did like a classic mid to bot play. Our bot lane lost the tower, whatever, um, and the enemy bot lane swapped mid. And I knew in this moment that I had to be top side for the rift. We needed to contest rift, and we need to me and ye need to play together. And like everything had to be formed synced, synced with me and ye. Resets, item spikes, everything, everything right? And then Alt. i met, yes, everything. And then what happened is that um, G, the GP already started going top, and I and I hesitated, and I just went bot to catch a wave. That one. Moment there where I went bot and then GP went top instead of me. explode the game because then the what game, happened, yeah. there was a 3v3 top side yep. and there was GP there instead of me. And if I'm there at that skirmish, up, win the game. we win. Yep. Whether or not we win the game, but the game is like, in we have an in, we have a win con. After that, they lost that 3v3. I'm sitting there bot. I know at that moment, the game's over. I knew in that moment, it's like, we have no win con anymore. And that's, it's not easy to spot that though, because it's like, I didn't die. Right, it's not like I died. No, nope. I'm not like I'm even losing farm. Yep. Like I'm actually, I'm not doing anything bad, but I'm missing a huge opportunity. Those, that's, that's the difference. Those, again,
0: you know, you know, we say that you know, we always give recommended advice. It's like, mm. okay, when you start reviewing, you start learning how to improve. Focus on the mistakes and the deaths. Yep. You know, play yep. the losers' game. Yep, that's a winners' game scenario. That's a winners' it? game scenario. Yeah, but that's the difference in high elo. Yeah,
1: that's a difference. We're not just looking at deaths anymore. We've like, got to be looking, looking at, look opportunities at like, missed, missed opportunities. That's yeah. right.
0: The, the other thing I want to talk about in terms of wake-up calls, this is sort of just like a rant for Diamond players. Mm. Diamond, players Diamond players are very um, – it's actually a weird, weird point. Like they're pretty good at the game. They're a very high percentage base, <laughs> yep. right? They have a pretty good knowledge of the game, I'd say, most of the time. Yep. They're very passionate about the way that they talk the game and they have like pretty set narratives, you know, good or bad, whatever. But – a lot of it that I always say, it's like, you know, for example, Sam, it's like, this is stuff, you know, you could review anyone's games. Like a, a lot of my Diamond players insulted, they could review other people's <laughs> games, but they can't review their own because again, their the ego is really high. And, mm, it,
1: right, you know, right. it's like,
0: they could point out these mistakes, right. but that's why someone else needs to be there to give a wake up call and It's just like this specific section, like diamond players, master players. I mean, I'll say, I mean, I don't really have that many like challenger clients and stuff like that, but, um, the ones that I do have, they're pretty self-aware. Mm. Um, yeah, just a little right, bit so of You're, like, you're saying that
1: a lot of diamond players, they're, they're not diamond purely because
0: their that's the that, like,
1: understanding of the game. No. It's like, it's, they, they struggle to teach themselves. That's right. Because their ego is in the way. Yes. Right. And they, um,
0: yeah, they'll completely play 10 games and have no idea. Like they have an idea why they're losing games, but they the exact same problem as you. They think it's like because of something in their gameplay, mm. but it's like really like- Something else. A really pathetic gank. Yeah. Basic for fundamentals. Yeah.
1: I'll be honest. I don't, for me, anywhere in the MLA, I would say that's not really the case for most time players. I, I can see that there are examples of that. But for, for at least in the MLA, I would say that's not the most common reason. I would say genuinely, majority of people in diamond in the MLA are there because they they struggle to. They don't actually understand stuff. Okay. like they they win cons. Like they they don't know what their role in the game is to win this game. They don't know what they need to do in this game to win. Um, I'd say it's definitely an element as well. For, for and I'm saying just talking majority, like mm. like like. Most like especially that D2 to Master, they genuinely don't understand like win cons. It's just win cons, win cons, win cons. It's such a massive you harp on that a lot. It's just that's just it. And and it's 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 a, it's a long slog. It's it's actually the one thing that I right now, if we're talking coaching learning objectives, I am terrible at teaching wink conditions. Just like the but I can explain the wink on in this one game very well and get them to understand it this game. But when I'm not there, applying a general like or general getting them concepts. to learn wind condition, learning, assessment when I'm not there. Got it. That's, that's hard something part. that I'm. It's it's something that I need it to get better really
0: at. Really rough, dude. I mean, and I'm
1: trying to give people a process, and, and this is where I talk about the reverse engineering technique. Yes, and, that's
0: right. You need to ask. It's all about asking high quality yes, questions. Yes, having there.
1: a hypothesis, having a crack, playing with intensity, using your lol states. Like it's all this stuff, but it's not clean. Like no, it's, it's not. It's really. Oh, it's, it's a
0: lot of experiment. You got to fuck up a yeah. lot, dude. I mean, if I think about the way I learn wind condition. Yeah.
1: I, again, I consume testing, no right? content
0: I just test on and yeah. ask high quality questions like every time a game went bad and I played through something the first default question is what happened what if happened I did and the why? opposite no if I did the oh, right. opposite right. if I did the complete opposite of what I did but that's what you just did visualize yeah
1: I don't think I did it like that for me because I remember I, I said for me as well like when I learned Oriana, right yeah when I learned Oriana, there was zero content. Like I literally taught myself Oriana from scratch. Like Dead Set, I didn't watch a single video. Mm. I didn't watch a single streamer. Mm. I didn't watch a single- I didn't even have inspiration from another Oriana player. I picked Oriana one day in season three or whatever it was, season four. I'm like, this is cool and I'm going to learn it. I, everything I know now about Oriana is purely 110% self-taught. self-taught. Yeah. Not a single influence on on, on my Oriana. The small, like, the small wins mindset with trades- um locking the enemy in lane these are the things i felt these are the things that feel good for me when i play oriana through testing and learning right and when it comes to like understanding my role and what i need to do as oriana that's just through uh, like asking okay what did i do here what felt good like what felt really high impact and what what made me feel like i'm low impact and just basically running through alternatives if i were to Use my ball in this way in this team fight, right? Like you alt the end. Alt this person said, "Oh, this person," or just have my ball sitting here. And That's how I developed the whole thing about having the ball just sitting there. Yeah, and then and they forget about the ball There's in the team so fight. And they run over. It. It. There's oh, all this God. stuff like yeah, that. Like I just learned through just testing and learning yeah. and having low value R's and just really bad I actually got a, this is dead. I swear in my life, back when we went to a LAN in MCNet, in Melbourne, where it was our very, very... First, I don't know if even you were there.
0: I don't even know if you played on it. I'm pretty sure I was camping then. I remember what we were talking about. You were talking about end of 2012, And 12, it was quick was there. Were, yeah. you, were you I not, was on not there, one. no.
1: So I have this extremely painful experience with Orion. It's so crazy
0: you can, can I can remember, remember this.
1: vividly. This, and I even remember where it is on the map. I remember exactly what the play That's was. So and I remember cool. the, how... Pissed off I was. Yeah, it was a game. It was it was a full the full like a full Chinese team, yeah. and I was really intimidated, really scary because like at the time, like, like I just didn't you didn't see people in real life, right? And then like the 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 stereotype back then was like the full Chinese team. Oh my god, they're gonna be. It's so It's like good.
0: Uh, Uzi, you know? Yeah. RNG like the was narrative the at the time
1: was like the Chinese players in, in the, the, the world were like really good, right? And and it, this was this. It wasn't the final. It was like the semi final or, or something like. That. It was a quarter final semi final. And this was for money at the time, right? And I remember it was quick, and those people on the team. Anyway, we were getting shit on the whole time, but then we like started to turn it back, and we scaling. We had the scaling composition. I was, we were on blue site, and we're at the t, like the 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 tower with the inhibitor in mid, and they're coming in, and they were all about they were sieging into us. And I'm like, this is it. Like I can go, I can make my big play. Yeah. I flash QR. They all, all like, disperse. it misses everyone. They yeah. disperse. And then I die. I instantly die because I, I have no flash. Yeah. And then we lose the game off of it. And I remember thinking to myself, we would have won this game if I ne- just never used my flash aggressively and just let them come into us. And yeah. I just hold my R. Yeah. That lesson that I remember vividly, that lesson going home on the train, the whole experience I remember I would never forget that was like one of the big turning points for me with like learning how to like really use my R and Oriana and never flash queuing R ever again. That's just the worst thing you could possibly do in Oriana. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's it. You just have these experiences that like, and that's where, think about that. It was a painful experience. Pain plus reflection equals progress. So I didn't watch a video on that. No. Right? No. It was learning and reflecting after that. What would I have done differently?
0: Mm. High quality questions. High quality questions. I, the, this, what you just described there, that's champ mastery. Like the pursuit of champion mastery in League of Legends is so fucking fun, man. It is, it is fun.
1: It is fun.
0: Like getting to those details. Yeah. I just, I don't even play Oriana. I don't even play Mid. I don't yeah. give a fuck about Oriana. Yeah, right? yeah. But it gets me so excited. Like yeah. perfecting the ball. And the like, ball. Think about. I also love thinking think about the psychology.
1: The psychology. Around like, how people interact with your about champion. about the ball. And yeah, there's all little, little details. Yeah. But I like the and it's like you, when you play a lot of a champ, there's like, you don't know what you don't know. No, psychology. You don't, yeah. the, the, so, the, the psychology, I think you spot on this. It's the psychology.
0: You know how people think oh, about your so champion. It's so
1: true. Like I, I, there's honestly right now, I, there's only two champs in my pool that I have that. It's my Victor and my Cassio. When I'm going in a Victor Casio, I just know exactly what I'm doing at all all periods of time. And when I play Ari, even though is like a better champ in certain situations, I'm just shit at it. I don't-, I don't I don't know how to think and no. how they're thinking. And they're, you don't know how they're going to I don't be, know how they're going to react to They're ready me. to
0: play around you.
1: And I just need to get, like, that's why you need hundreds of games. You do. You chant. You that's just need right. There's no other games. way around it, guys. Like, there's just other levels to chant mastery. Yeah, once you feel it, once you really feel that, um, it, you, you don't go back. As in, like, you you, you don't forget it. You would never like you can and you can always go back. So for example, you were to go back to champs, like let's say you stopped playing Rek'Sai, right? Yeah. For whatever reason. Yep. And you came back to him like six months later, it would be so easy for you. It'd be so quick because it's just there. It's just embedded. Yep. It's just all there. Yep. Like one or two games, you just back into it.
0: The abilities are the same. You know, you might have to adjust to a build or something like that because of the meta and maybe some damage. But so cool. again, the way you interact on the map, win condition how to win a game, it's all still the same.
1: Um you know, I had to <laughs> roast Ting here. Yeah, this is hilarious. I get some, some questionable questions, <laughs> questionable questions in the MLA sometimes. And this is one that I've seen crop up a few times. And Ting is guilty of this, I would say. Looking for champions that don't exist. I love this topic. Like- Like they asked this, he asked this question this morning (laughs) and he got memed by another MLA member, which is hilarious. He's basically saying, okay, I want an AD champ that's blindable, that has long range CC and, and burst or something. It was something ridiculous. It was like, it was like every, and and mobility, it was like everything in one. And I remember thinking, um, my response was Ting, um, you're looking for something that doesn't exist. Jason, another MLA member, like, replied to it and then wrote, like, this meme that said, Curtis, I'm looking for an AD, a- AP hybrid, mobile, long-range, CC, burst oriented scaling. Invulnerable. <laughs> <Pick>. <laughs> and then I just went on that. It has to be a yordle as well. <laughs> and, like, I this is a bullying thing, but, like, no, you, gotta, you know, you got to roast pull. him sometimes it's because ridiculous. it's just, like, the, the game is designed in a way where um, the, every champ has weaknesses. There's strengths and weaknesses. There's strengths and weaknesses. You suck it up, dude. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be able to blind pick the perfect champ every game. Yeah, you're gonna be if in a it shitty- was
0: Everyone would be playing. It just, you can win. Why is there? Why is there? It's interesting. It's like, why is there challenger players with like pretty like a lot of champs? Why is that? Hmm. How about maybe they're just better at playing the strengths. And right. better at not getting, you know, playing into the weaknesses of that champion than someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, like these are just really basic questions to ask, right? <laughs> like, you know, there is champions that obviously, you know, cap out, you don't see barely any challenger players for that. And yeah, the champion, maybe you could say he's, you know, yep. not very good. But you know, you know, when you say that, there's like a mode in Mortal Kombat where you could like create your character. <laughs> and I remember like I would have my, like, I like, you could like play that character in like the normal mode and like my friends will come over they'll play the normal characters you play your character. and I just obliterate them because <laughs> I have everything that's overpowered right and there's just no like competition fun. it's not it actually was like they people stopped playing with me oh right yeah <laughs> <laughs> they, they said Nathan let's not play Mortal Kombat like I, 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 I probably was just super insecure or something like that I was like I just gotta beat these people I'm so because they will better than me at the game or oh something so God. I played that that's what it reminds me of <laughs> And it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I just think that like you got to come to terms that, you know, that's why you got to have, in my opinion, if especially if you're climbing like Master GM Plus. Like it's good to have multiple champs in your pool that fit differing situations, but you're never going to have a perfect game. No matter how good – like you're going to have games where your champs is just really hard to play. That's yep, going to happen. That's right. And it's
0: so important to have the champ mastery and learn – how to win those games because you can win those games. Yep. The games that I always say that the, the games that should look impossible to win and you win those games, that just unlocks just new like neurons in your brain or something. Mm, mm, Cause I've done it mean... so many times for me as, yeah. as Rex like on paper, this is dodge. Like you, you dodge, dodge. this game I've played them out and yeah, I lose most of them. Mm-hmm. But that one time that you do and you just play, these are those are games you can't make you can't make a single One mistake.
1: mistake. You've got to know exactly what you're doing every single period here in the game. That builds
0: like this confidence with the champion. And mm. then you think if this if – it's like playing with weights. If I get these released, I play a normal game with like okay champs or my champ's good. Take you, the ankle weights off. Like, that's right. You just run and sprinting. Yeah. So that, that's what people always – again, it's, it's, it's a lack of respect for champ mastery, honestly, when people ask those type of questions. Yep. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that a
1: lot up. And Ting, you know, give you – I love it. Give me a bit of a a reality check Come on,
0: wake up. Wake up, core team. Wake up, team. Uh, Doesn't exist.
1: um, Last thing I wanted to talk about here for me, uh, last topic for me anyway, is um, I've had a, a slew of people having the exact same response to me, basically saying Curtis, ever since I started to play a champ that I enjoy, I'm looking at mistakes in such a differing lens. So for example, this guy who really loves Akshan, He's like, I would go in, completely fuck my E up. And rather than feeling terrible about myself and beating myself up and, you know, not wanting to play the champ, I'm excited to get into the review and be like, oh yeah, that's what I would do next time. That's when I would should E in. That's how I should use it. That was a bad E. But they're excited to review. They're actually excited to look at what they could have yes. done better. And this is why I always say you got to love your champion. But the amount of people that have written to me, DM saying, Curtis. Your advice changed my league experience. I can now review my mistakes without wanting to, you know, quit the game. You got to love your champion. You've got to love your goes, champion, man. When,
0: when shit hits the fan, guess the first thing you're thinking you're, you're
1: not be- going to want to get into the details, are you? Nope, because you don't enjoy the champion.
0: Yep, you're not going to. Why would you? Why would you even bother getting into the details if you're like, I hate playing this champ. I hate playing the game. Like, what's, yep. what's, what's the point? The only reason I continue on Rexi, even though that, you know. I literally had a comment saying I saw it on one of my socials or someone, someone that I play with in, oh, someone said, um, why does Nathan Mott play the worst champ in the game? Right. Mm. And it's like, cause I, I can love the champion dude, you know, like it's so good. You know, I, don't, I actually don't even think the champion is the worst champion in the game, but like, you know, people, you know, they don't see it. But that you often. enjoy that
1: style. I just it's love what clicks it. with you. And, and, you and feel... I get results
0: with it because I love it. Because you love and it. And I'm able to improve at the game and the champion because I love it. Yep. And as you said, there's next levels with champions that people just don't think about, they don't push themselves. Mm. There's always a next level with your champion.
1: Just a bit of a reminder
0: that yeah. one You've got to love your champion. I love that message. I'll repeat that over and over again.
1: So you want to talk about the topic?
0: No, no. So you we got more? Uh, one more. Okay. So I got a, uh, I'll say an anonymous DM okay. from a Salty member. He said he is embarrassed to come to review sessions. I don't know if you've experienced this because he's making the same mistakes over and over again. And uh, he's just embarrassed. Was like, he's like, what's the point of me going to a review session? Because um, I'm making the same mistakes over and over again. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is my response. So I want to get your response. I said, okay. Step number one, it's great that you're knowing that these are the mistakes. This is something we've talked about in the review and you're still making these mistakes, right? That's a good good problem to have. What is – you really got to accept and you've got to these – are, these are the moments where you've got to dig in. Like you've got some demons here or some shit, you know? Like you're, you've got to attack, go head on. It's like why the fuck – am I making the same mistake? There's there's going to be some psychological thing. It's like, are we just completely like, you've got to dig deep here and have honest conversations with yourself when you're making the same mistake. It's like for anything. Like let's say if you're at a workplace or something, let's say, I don't know, what's a, what's an example for McDonald's. Do you have any employees that you worked with that made the same mistake over and over again, or you didn't experience?
1: Um,
0: Making the same mistake at McDonald's. Um, or is it too processing? It's too, too simple. Maybe it's a no, bad there was example. No, there was just people that were really lazy. Okay. Well, maybe yeah. yeah, that could be it, right? Yeah. But then I guess that person probably doesn't care about the, yeah. you know, compared to like this guy no, But that's actually crew. a
1: genuine reason though,
0: even in league. Yeah, even in league because they're yeah. lazy, right? Yeah. That could be it. And yeah. you've got to have an honest conversation with yourself. Like, because, yeah, it, you should be embarrassed making the same mistake over and over again because we've talked about this a hundred times. Something's going on here. And, you know, you could come to a recession. Maybe we can, maybe we can come in and I can give you some ideas based on some experience. Sure. But you're going to have to come up with the answer yourself. I come up playing the game for mm-hmm. you, you know? So I basically said to him that, um, yeah, it, it's good that you're embarrassed because that means you care. Um, yeah. I don't think those McDonald workers were embarrassed about making the same mistake over and over again. They just didn't care. But yeah, you need to figure this out. You just do. Like it's a personal journey. That's why I say legal improvement. It's such a personal, private journey. You know, like you know, he could come to the review session, and and I guess you know, it is embarrassing. It's like because when they have review sessions, they're pretty like you know, other members can join, and then it's like, all right, we're having this conversation. He's making the same basic mistake over and over again. Like you know, that is embarrassing. I guess I get that point, but. Yeah, that's my advice. You get it? Because mm. I've had these experiences with me and, you know, like me fucking up games, invading over and over again. I like I had to really break it down. And, you know, what I came to, the realization is like, okay, I'm missing some aspects of information. I need to accept that I actually need to keep practicing these situations what is, over interest, and over What's again. the mistake? He didn't get into the – oh, sorry. The mistake is just like counter-jungle, like missing – like let's say the enemy jungler shows on the map and um, he just misses all his counter-jungle opportunities constantly
1: cuz cuz you know my advice when it comes to that sort of thing right is people people think they understand something when they don't like like it could be many reasons this is just one of one. them yeah he might he might actually not know specifically like cuz when you when you weigh up a decision right let, let, let's just take ca- a counter jungling opportunity there is so many ways to break that down it's like okay is his mind being preoccupied by something else is is he does he just not have enough champ mastery on his champ right now that he can think about that? Is his where is his attention focused otherwise? Um, is he not like a lot of the time in league a decision is is made up a lot by the thoughts up until that point. That's correct. Yeah. Right. So like
0: anticipation versus reaction. Yeah,
1: exactly. So like he might be thinking not about the right thing. So when you're in the game, you're thinking about like all these things, such that when the jungler doesn't show or show you somewhere, boom, 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 you're like you're instantly executing, but. So what I would do, I would question, what is he thinking two minutes before this play? Like, what's occupying his mind even when the play, the miss opportunity happens? Like, get granular, I feel like. Get granular. It could be a mindset issue. He's too rigid. He's not free. You know, just try shit and get, get specific and really question yourself, do you actually, do you really understand it? Do you really, really understand it? If he's making the same mistake over and over again, oftentimes- Chances are, he probably doesn't. Like he probably doesn't, or he, or you're not getting granular enough about. He's not getting granular enough about what his mind is being occupied with. Um, yeah, that's, those are
0: great questions. Yeah, I think that's something that I should talk with him. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I have the assumption that because we've gone over so many times, I, I he understands it. Yeah, but obviously we maybe I haven't because sometimes good, good Anthony, like we it. we
1: we think, like I'm guilty of this myself a lot. We we think we do a good job of explaining something. And it might and it's so simple in our mind, but people are nervous to ask basic questions. They are it's true. that is a really good point. Like he might be nervous to ask the dumb question, like yeah. why would you be thinking like this? Mm. Like you get some clients that are just really curious and inquisitive and they don't give a shit how dumb the questions yeah. are.
0: like those are the best clients. They're, they're, they're the, the best ones clients that get results. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's a very he's not one of those. but no. he
1: might not be he might be too nervous or, yeah. or, or just doesn't know how to ask good quality questions or, or I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's stemming from that though. I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so that's that's the route I would take, probably. It's a tough situation, though. It is tough. Because especially the more, the the longer that that whole process goes on where he it it gets dangerous, right? It does. (laughs) It gets dangerous because you're there, you're like, that becomes your identity. I'm the player that. Just, you just can't learn or I'm the player that just makes the same mistake over, over and, and over again. again like you it becomes it, it gets ground down to like an identity, identity level. level that's right and that's where you know you just you just fucked that's right I mean it, and, you, you you, I don't a, know what you do there you get a, there's a deep, deep hole to <laughs> yeah, it's dig, a deep dig hole D out yeah that's, that's when you really got to um, take a break from the game honestly mm. and then come back through a new lens even through a new champ you gotta like really like shift your mindset fully um, those are tough I try not to get into those situations with clients though.
0: Yeah. I, I think we could be heading there. So we got to try and <laughs> steer. <laughs> steer, with steer clear. Yeah. Um, so. All right.
1: Next spoiler one. alert. Spoiler
0: alert. Woo. There's a big sign on the screen right now.
1: If you have not seen the new Top Gun movie, please stop now or skip to the mailbag.
0: Unless you don't care about spoilers. Unless you don't care about spoilers. Like me. I don't care about spoilers.
1: Okay. So, Nathan, we recently both watched the new Top Gun movie. Top, Top Gun, Gun Maverick. Maverick.
0: The first one came out something like 30 years ago or something. Tom
1: Cruise. Yep. And the new one's a banger. <laughs> really, really awesome. And I begged you to watch it. Yep. And Because I think it has a lot of relevance to League and and coaching and, and proving at the game. There's one scene in particular that I really, I just loved and it got me excited <laughs> was the... Uh, was the scene where um, they're were, they were walking through this mission that was basically impossible, right? They had to go through the canyon, fly at to really low altitude. Everything has to be perfect. There's no room for error. Because no. if you go too high, you're going to get like shot down yep. by the guns. And then you've got to like got this really steep incline and down and they hit the missile shot. This this is crazy mission. And then you've got to do a dogfight at the end, right? So basically the, the, all the people that are like trying to like, who might be on the mission, they're like demoralized. They're like, well, we don't even know if it's possible. Mm. And then Maverick, mm. out of nowhere, he just like does it. Like he just no talk.
0: No talk, just action. Just
1: action. Yeah. Like ch- demonstrates that it's doable. And I feel like this is this is this I resonate with this in many ways, where it's like the importance of a high-low coach. A, a coach or a teacher that Talks that like walks the walk. That's right. Like is high elo themselves. Then can best, execute themselves. It's
0: the best way to teach and to. to it doesn't mean to, it's
1: impossible to teach you if you're not the that's best. Right. But it helps a fuck ton. Because you just because there's so <laughs> you much respect. Deny that. You cannot deny that. Yeah, you can you can argue to to, to the world that you know to, to the end of the earth saying, okay, you don't need to be challenging to be a coach. I agree. I totally agree. But it's a hell of a lot better if you're challenger. Right? It's a hell of a lot better. If
0: you can play the game, you know, verse like <laughs> your coach, you're like, obliterate someone, then they're going to, of course, you know. They're the, gonna be and the respect
1: to, that that coach got, or he got, Maverick got in that situation, people are going to listen to him no matter what. Yeah, like, yeah
0: Maverick, the they know the, no that everyone would die. The mission would fail if he was not able to demonstrate that. That's right. End of story. End of
1: story. Through demonstration, he was able to lead. He got respect through doing and I think that just inspired me a lot. Came out really excited. I'm like, fuck! I got to really make sure I'm walking the walk. I got to. I got to get high, elo. I yep. got to. I got to get shit done here because if I can't do it, and if I'm not doing it, I, I can't, can't expect anyone else, anyone else right. to do that. You know, if I'm not using my lulls, slates, if I'm not, you know, I can't teach it if I'm not doing it. That's the that's the sort of coach or mentor I aspire to be, or we aspire to be. Same here, absolutely. And, and I think that. I love that. I love that scene so much. I got yeah, so excited. Me I mean, think you would love that. Moment. I
0: was just, I was thinking about my league <laughs> journey straight up. You know, I think about me struggling as the Dome player and, and all the work that I still have to do as yeah, well. Yeah, me too. I just wanted to just walk out of the obviously. movie and just start playing. I just me could too. play a vlog, but it was too late at night, so I couldn't. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Like, I was like, I left it like, got there at like 1am or something. So. Oh,
1: you were doing a late session? Yeah, it was like
0: the 10 o'clock or oh, something. okay.
1: Oh, God damn. That was good. And I love the... um I love like the the energy when like, like the, the, all the egos. I love that. You know, the, the guy, there was like this one guy doubting the mission or whatever. And the other guy turns around saying, you're just not quick enough and stuff like that. I just love those dynamics. It's such like a, it's like a, an alpha male, uh, like environment. environment like yeah. it's, I, it's something I miss a lot in League. Like. There's that physicality aspect, like you're in there and it's it, you're just face to face. Like that's one thing I really miss about league. Like when you go to land, it's bands on, it's talk. Yeah. Like I miss that. You know, MC you get to that. see
0: them tomorrow's after you to beat someone.
1: Yeah, like I, I, I them having
0: I, that team argument about that fight they should have played against <laughs> you or something. You yeah.
1: know, like there's an element of like land events that like league land events.
0: Yeah,
1: there's an element there is just high energy high testosterone adrenaline it's it's like there's no hiding behind a screen anymore no. you know you're, this guy is here like you can see that dude over on the other side of the you room you can see his body language you can see how confident and after he's... you can like shake the hand and shit sometimes yeah. like it's cool like it cool. I, I, I really like that and it just got me thinking I wish we could do more real life events and in Melbourne like me and you like going to like um, and Charlie going to like LAN events in, in Melbourne how cool would that be you know that's so cool it gets me excited you know? it does um is
0: there anything else that jumps out of the movie? Yeah, so I loved uh, how there was just the standard that the original uh, director or whatever his name was, he said, it's like, you should, you're going to do this by three minutes or four minutes, whatever. Mm. And then Maverick said, no, we got to do this by, it was like two minutes and he went to like no, one minute, 30 seconds. Mm. And, you know, showing again, that's possible. It's just sort of like the standard we set for ourselves is the right. message i got it is just sometimes we set the standards so low you know it's like fucking let's go like you know let, let's push ourselves harder it is possible like let's let's even even you know you said that people in the mission thought it was impossible just having that mindset of like just like oh it's just like charisma it's like let's let's go guys attack let's, let's it, attack it. Mm. let's figure out if this is you can do this better basically. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I think it's a really important mindset. And I think that's what people in terms of ranked goals and stuff. And I mean, it's, you know, it's funny because that's counterintuitive because sometimes we say, um, you know, it's like, well, you got to take one step of the journey at a time. Mm. You know, you mm. can't just be golden. be like, I'm going to be challenger. But I guess that's different in those situations because those people are capable of doing that. Well, in, the, in, like this, in, this,
1: in, in this situation, Maverick, he's like a craftsman. Like he, he like purposely didn't promote. Right. He purposely didn't promote in the army because he wanted to like fly planes. Still fly. Yeah. Right. Because if you're, you're more like a, like a manager or, a, desk or a squadron or like a squadron leader or whatever. Yeah. But then he wanted to be like, a yeah, he didn't want to be a desk jockey. He wanted to like fly planes, you know? So he, he committed to his craft and he executed and he put in the work. Like he was all, all, all um, action, no talk, you know? Um, I love that as well. Like pursuing, he like pursued his craft, and he just put in the years and the years and the years, even for like less pay. And, and all people, that sort of yeah, stuff. and people for less pay, and people like putting him down, like you're still a captain or whatever. Like mm. people were like mocking him, but mm. he's like didn't want to talk about it. You he know? stayed
0: true to, I stayed
1: true to, yeah, who he, who he was, yeah. And that also really it kind of reminded me of like what we're doing here with the podcast and everything as well, like staying true to our the to community, the BBC, the MLA, and just working on our craft and having. You know, we're not we would
0: chasing have, the big numbers. Well, we could and yeah,
1: the, we could we could go into esports or be big streamers or whatever it might be and have a you know bigger audience, but you know, we might not be as satisfied and it's not what we, we want to do. We
0: love doing the boring, sexy things that you know people don't want to listen. Yeah. Saying the hard truths that people yeah. don't don't want to listen to. Shitty
1: little podcast with That's a
0: right. few thousand people watching. That's
1: right. You know, same thing.
0: Uh, the last thing, obviously the the really famous quote even from the first movie, it's sort you know, the feel don't think yes the feeling yeah so like i i i don't really like i just just this is the way you know for me especially for league of legends like i you know we talked about you know being less of a um in being more of an intuitive player yep. and not thinking and that's something that held me back like i, I reflect after the remove, i reflected a bit more mm. on that statement mm. that quote just for me and my journey mm. personally it's like well i sort of like just I, I just went through a lot of shit and I, I memorize like all certain situations of the game. Like I, I've really, I really have, I you guess you could say that that's in, that's, in, but that wasn't intuitive. Like I had to like learn it. Does that make sense? Like I've had to think to learn these
1: situations.
0: It's not like a feel. Yeah, I know what you
1: mean. It's so complicated because I think I don't want to, I don't think we get into the weeds in this one, but I, I think when I hear that, sentence Mm. kind of feel don't think is that when we are actually executing when we're in the shit it's not about the preparation it's not about the preparation it's like when we are here and you're going to that skirmish you're going Mm. to that dog fight Mm. you you don't have time to think it's like you and the ari charms right or do you ever think yeah yeah, i'm overthinking when i'm when i'm there and i'm feeling and i'm in the moment i'm present and i'm just executing when I'm playing my best, I'm feeling.
0: Okay, that's actually such a good point. That's that's the key differentiation. It's when you get to the execution phase, you've got to just, your preparation is your preparation, your preparation you're capable of yeah. whatever you're feeling, but you got to feel and not think. Yeah,
1: you think before yeah. and you think after. I need to, because
0: I, I was viewing the execution of those two last two years, me being stuck in diamond, mm-hmm. going out of diamond three, being master, but that actually in my mind is actually the preparation that will allow me to not think in that situation. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just didn't view that as preparation.
1: Mm. Yeah. Le- le- league
0: is just too- That's the, hard, the crazy thing about League. It's like you're trying to execute, perform, and prepare at the same time, isn't it? As you well, I just view ranks.
1: it as like we, there's moments in the game where we got to think and there's moments we got to feel. And I do okay. think that at the highest level, once you've done a lot of thinking, yeah. most of your decisions are feel. For example, like if you're popped into a game state and you're just playing- And, you know, you would probably feel out what you need to do before you can think about it. Like, sure, you could, pour, you know, press tab and really think about it. But a lot of your instincts and a lot of your urges to make particular plays and a lot of them will be intuitive, I feel like. Especially if you played the game for a long time. And a champion for a long time. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Like y- you kind of know that you'll have a, a, a like an instinct that tells you, I just shouldn't go to this gank. Mm. Like you might not even, you'll actually know it's a bad gank before you can articulate why, why it's a bad gank. That's gang.
0: correct. Yes. That's my best games for yeah. sure. So like, like, Or like the fight or you know, you need to recall and you know how to win the game. Yeah. You know, you know, you're, know you're overstaying.
1: You don't even know why. So it's just like, I know I'm overstaying. You right don't even now. think
0: about it. It's just play. like insta
1: base. Like yeah. it's just an instinct. Yeah. So I just fear, I feel like league is a lot of that
0: yeah, preparation is is absolutely key. Preparation is so goddamn important. Mailbag. All right, away we go. Back for jingle, jingle, jingle song. All right, first question here. All right, Curtis. You're going to read, I'm going to read this and you'll be like, Nathan, why did you choose this question? we've answered this a million times. All right, here we go. But I'm going to have a a specific uh, answer to this one. All right. Hi, Elo. How to deal with dodging and champ select. Hi, Curtis and Nathan. Been enjoying the podcast since you started. So this is from Sorist. I'm around 500 LP on EUS and have a question about dodging in relation to three blocks. The game starts in Champ Select, and scouting teammates is a tool that can be used to increase your chances of winning. Whether you like it or not, I'm trying to only dodge when there are very clear red flags. The question is how do you approach dodging? For example, if you've already dodged a rough lobby and you enter another one within the same block, do you just take the minus 10 and cancel the block, or you're just playing it through? Quite a few of my review notes recently were just me realizing I should have dodged. I think a lot of 30% losses can be predicted in champ select. All right. This is, this is, I'm going to go on a different take. I'm not even actually going to really respond response. sponsors um, mm-hmm. question. High ELO players. Okay. Let's say when you start getting to 500 LP and stuff like that, right. You know, I mean, you're literally on the top 0.01. Like you're up, you're so high up. Like it's so difficult to start. Finding imp- like, you know, like, look at the 1% of the 1% improvements, right? Mm. Like that is so difficult to do. I mean, you, you're essentially approaching professional player level type gameplay, right? Like that's what you would need to get to. So why dodging is such a hugely important question is because players, especially high-yellow players, they, um well, just in general, just from now, again, I'm not saying this is not to in general, but just, this is just one I observe. Why are people are obsessed with dodging? and blaming teammates is because it's, it is the only, it's the last thing to blame to, or like the last thing. Right. Does that, you know, you're saying you can't find, it's so difficult. You would right. have to really, really figure it out. It's so hard to figure out how to get to the next level that you're just going to default the laziest thing. Say like, I could win more games by just learning how to do right. so it. You're saying
1: off. that like a lot of people in not him, but just in general. Yes. Um, Rather than getting into the details and really trying to figure out that's what right. that one little thing they could take away from Correct. the game is, yes. they would rather just blame it on the draft yep. or the, 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 there's, the game. Because there's nothing Lobby. else. Right. It's, it's the
0: last it's phase. It's the
1: last phase, right. Yeah.
0: And that's why that question is so asked, especially, again, we've had that email so many times from high, high ELO people. Because obviously, I think a lot of people get the message we're saying, like, you know, dodging in lower ELOs and stuff like that, like, really don't focus on it. Yeah, maybe you'll get some losses, whatever. But, you know, highly, you've, you know, you've talked about your, you know, you have a strategy for your dodging and you think it's important, mm. especially for champs and stuff like that. Because yeah. especially since our queue times are so long, you know, I'm more on the end of like, yeah, I'll, I can dodge sometimes, but, you know. But you I'm, dodge I'm, sometimes I as do, well. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, have, I have a criteria. And I think as you should have a criteria. I think
1: everyone should have their own
0: criteria. That's right. I don't think,
1: I don't think there is a cookie cutter one. I no. think everyone needs to have their own criteria. That's right.
0: But, you know, at the end of the day, if you think about, you know, his journey overall, the reason he's, um, you know, not getting to the next level isn't because it's not, draft. The, it's not the draft, it's not the yeah. dodge, and you know, all that sort of stuff. It's not your teammates, you know, like it's crazy. You look at someone like, um, you know, when Canyon came to EUS last year and got rank one in like two weeks, like, you know, you know, you know, people can say it's like, well, I'm not Canyon, but. You know, it's possible. You know the Maverick situation, isn't it? Right, like, the Maverick you situation. You could, you know yeah. what I mean. So, yeah, it's just this. It's this. It's this very easy cop out. It's this very easy mm. mindset for earlier a players. Again, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you're wrong. It's very logical. I, I think that that's a great question. You know, so I think he's trying to get into the details of the dodging process. But this is just an
1: observation that I've had, Curtis. Mm. What do you, what do you mm. think about this? Yeah, it's almost as if like it would be an interesting experiment to see what your mind would do if you were to say, I'm forced to climb without dodging. Like what would Great I, question. what would I be forced to do? What would I, what would I have to get better at mm. if I were forced, if the, if maybe dodge wasn't even a thing, mm. you know, it kind of like pushes you to think, okay, there is, you know, surely some things that I could be doing better in these games. And it's that mindset where it's like, okay, I'll give you, I'm going to give you a very practical example um, of a game that was borderline dodgeable last night that um, that I think that like it, it would be very convenient for me to blame it on the draft, okay? I was saying before uh, in, the, in, the, in the episode about this game I played as RE, right? My bot lane, um, there was a lot of people off-roll and first-timing, right? We had uh, a jungle man playing GP top. We had a support first-timing time, time support. Um, and, you know, a very tiltable, questionable AD carry player. And basically the game proceeded just as you would think it was. Top lane, losing five plays by themselves uh, in a bad matchup. Bot lane getting annihilated in the 2v2. And me and the Yi kind of doing a really good job mid-jungle, right? Now, whether or not that game was even winnable, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But there were some excellent learnings. That's the game where I screwed my lane assignment. Whether or not that game was even winnable or not, did that prevent me from taking away those learnings? No. I missed the charm. I remember there's two significant learnings that game. There was a river skirmish around the dragon where I should never, ever, ever miss my charm on the enemy Viego, but I did. And if I hit it, it would be a different game. The second thing, if I actively swapped the lane assignments with the GP and rotated topside, mean you probably could have ran over topside and got the got the rift and 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 really pushed the pace of that game. Again, was it winnable? I don't know. But there was room, lit two things that game. Two things. That I could have refined, that would have actively changed the game, the and game I could would learn be from.
0: So different, but the game is. would be hell of a I lot different. I can't explain how different and, it would
1: be. But whether or not, and again, the point being is that those are learnings that I can take into every other game, no matter what. That's right. Right? It's not like there's nothing I can take. There is generally always one little, one little, one or two little things that are actually quite important to take away, regardless. Mm. Did I go to the draft and 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 just enter the review? Did I go into the review and say, oh, yeah, that was over at Champ Select? No, I went into the review and I'm like, okay, this was the lane design. I should have hit this charm. Boom. Great learnings. Did I feel bad about it? No. I knew it was already going to be a, probably a hard game, you know? Um, that's a perfect example, I think, you know? Um, I can guarantee if yeah. you were to – I think you said as a mid-player, mm. if you were to
0: review his games, I bet he was missing opportunities. I can almost guarantee yeah. that.
1: Yeah. So so like Nathan said, I want to reiterate. I think it's important that you have your own drafting criteria. Is that the reason your is your is the reason you're not not 700 800 OP because of your drafting your dodging criteria? Probably not. Right? 99% of it, it's not, right? So um yeah, I think that's the message you're trying to push, right? That's right. That that question is always lingering.
0: It's always a huge topic. You see it on Twitter and stuff like that. It's more, again, it's a logical question, good question, mm. the way he framed it, but the fact that it's front of mind is just showing how much you're not thinking more so about pushing to the next level. I find just, again, I'm just stereotyping high-level players. Do you, what do you
1: even like. want to get into your dodging criteria? No. Okay.
0: I, I really don't want to think about it. I don't really don't care. I don't, I don't sit at bed thinking, oh, again, like I, I'm going to optimize my I dodging. Gonna, I just left. don't care. I don't put it's energy. Such a small I don't thing. think about yeah, yeah, it. You it's know? such a small thing. Yeah. I, I piss away maybe two hours and stuff, you know, like, yeah, maybe that, but like, again, like, come on guys, how many hours are you guys pissing away in your days? Not even just playing legal, just in general, just in mm. terms of inefficiency mm. there, you know, you know, I always say that, that, that wasted time or something like that in League of Legends is just part of the journey, part of the process. It just is. If you are going to play League and climb, you need to be accepted. Wasting time, but I don't even view that time as wasting that from that game. That's not wasted time. No, that's it's good learning. All right. Next question here is from terrific from MLA. Yes, love terrific. Title is email is champ mastery in jungle irrelevant. Hey BBC casters. MLA member Terrific here to ask about Jungle from a Soul member. Me and my friend who's the Soul member have a discussion sometimes about his champ pool. Because he doesn't have a champ pool, he plays what he wants to play. So he just plays whatever. I'm going to leave his name unnamed in this email, but I'm sure Nathan knows who I'm talking about. Do you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> this post is more of a flame expose as he's truly delusional and only is sabotaging his climb. He plays the game like an addict. In the last two weeks, he has over 200 games played. This is incredible as I only have 20 games played in the last two weeks. Literally the opposite.
1: Wait, so he's got 200 games. He's got – how many games is that a day? 16. 16.
0: 16 games a day. Whoa. I only play two champions currently and moving up to three soon as he plays 14 champions with a minimum of 50 games on each. The numbers are kind of all screwed up on his OPGG as he transferred to another server and back for some questionable reasons so it doesn't save up his current amount of games on OPGG, but I'm sure it's maybe even more than what I just said now. He does not play in blocks, he does not believe in them, and he also doesn't believe in the champ pool being small for consistent climbing. I know that Nathan has had this discussion with him multiple times. I did too. He's extremely stubborn, and this is how he wants to play and enjoy the game. As for the discussion I recently had with him about Champ Mastery, he believes that Champ Mastery is irrelevant in the jungle compared to, let's say, mid lane because the role does not have that micro-intensive moments that allows him to play more a variety of champs as the small little champ mastery moments will not affect his gameplay as much as it would on mid lane, for example. I wonder what you guys think about this, and I hope he, because he does listen to the BBC, um, that this might wake him up, as to say, <laughs> to do something about this process. this is the thing of Wake up. Wake <laughs> He does review. He does come more often to reviews in Salty than I do in MLA. Anyways, thanks for reading so far. hope it's an interesting email for you to, to, to discuss.
1: I want to touch on one thing before because I think this is you. You need to really go deep on this one, Nathan. Okay. But there's one thing I do want to touch on here. Yeah. The mechanical and micro aspects of champion mastery is very, very minimal. Getting the mechanics down pat of a champion isn't the hard bit about a champion at all. No, no matter how mechanically demanding the champion is. Right. I feel as though if you put, if you're putting in say 60, you know, 50, 50 ish games on a champion, you're basically going to have the mechanic aspect of the champion down pat pretty easily. You know, if you're, if you're a relatively solid league player, like 50 games, tops, that's even for a mechanically demanding champion. Most champions in the game, we're not playing Dota. Like League isn't like, we don't have a lot of WoW mechanically oriented champions. Like even the more mechanically, like people think like champs like Akali and stuff are mechanically oriented. They're not. The difference between people with champ mastery and and limited champ mastery is the quality of the decision-making, period. And the amount of information that they can process, period. It's very, very unlikely, and it's a s- small component micro. That's the one thing I do want to just explain quickly before you kind of dive in here. Yeah. So
0: I'll get onto the, the chair mastery stuff and about, you know, is jungle more of a role where you don't really mm. – chair mastery is not as important. Um, so, yeah, I've had many conversations with him and I've literally straight up had conversations saying, you know, if you do this, you're never going to get – to very high elo, you what's know? his rank right now? He hovers around diamond masteries. I think he's peaked at like two hundred, three hundred okay. RP, but he's yep. dropped all the way down to diamond. Yep. Oh, again, I wonder why. Yeah. Um, I said you're never gonna you're never gonna be able to get challenger,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And I've said you know you you, uh, you can use that as motivation to prove me wrong. Playing fifteen champs and playing two hundred games a week. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny when I say that. Like, yeah, yeah. two hundred games a week. It's like was it two hundred games
1: every two weeks? Every two weeks, every two yeah, weeks right? Yeah, hundred games, games a, a week.
0: <clears throat> um. <clears throat> Yeah. And, and he said, and you know, he said, he said, we've had a very logical discussion. He said, yep. Like that's the way I wanted to, okay. cause he has lots of free time. I don't know what his life situation is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's well off or something. just yeah. He, he travels a lot. Or I don't even know. Okay. I got no idea. We he's a very know. mysterious guy. <laughs> um, yeah. So he has a lot of time in his day, right? So, yep. you know, he can, he can afford to play 16 games a day. Um, yeah, and that's he said. Like that's I just get bored of a champion playing it too much. Okay. That's, that's his thing and stuff like that. Um, so I, I'm not again well, when I when I think about these players in diamond stuff like that, I feel like they're always like if you play the game that much, how could Challenger not be a goal for you? Well, he doesn't want Challenger. Well, I think he thinks he can get it doing his method.
1: Wait, Maybe so has he down. said outright that he wants challenge. He,
0: you? No, he said outright, no, that he's happy to be diamond. And so stuff he's like happy that. to be diamond. But master I think that he's lying he to ended. himself. Like, right, you've got to right. be like. There's no way you're this involved in the league community. There's no way you wouldn't want to get to challenge. You know what I mean? Playing, right. investing this much time in the game. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe he just loves the game so much. Okay. That, you know, he's like, and he just loves playing lots of different champs. That could be a case. But I'm just saying, just from experience, anyone who investing in this <laughs> amount of time, they really want to get the <laughs> And joining a coaching program. And join a coaching program. He's very involved in the community yeah, as well, okay? Yeah. So that's the first thing. I, I feel like he could be lying to himself here. Um, but again, maybe I think he actually just thinks he can generally get it because he wants to follow his own method, right? Okay. The next thing here we're talking about, let's answer the question about... Um, the question that, um, yeah, is jungle a different role compared to other roles in terms of sham mastery and you know, the fundamentals? Because it's more about, I mean, you said it was decision-making. It's like you could easily latch onto that and say, well, decision-making as a jungler. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the reality is like if I th- – I'm just going to use personal anecdote with my Rek'Sai. Rek'Sai is a very easy champion. To- you could pick up the champion in 50 games and know mechanically how to play, get used to the whole tremor sense and stuff like that. Do you know how to win a game in a certain game, say, when you've got – Ex champion you've got a let's say you've got a xerath on your team and what does rex want to do he wants to go in and like you know get a get a pick but you got like a xerath and let's say you got a karma as your bot lane that's not how they want to play and you've lost many painful experiences to that that thing and you just know how to play that game that's just one example right you don't learn these things unless you you pursue champ mastery you know we talk about the way you use the oribor you know again it's like these next level to champions that has never, ever experienced, right? Oh, fuck. I just said his name. You're going to have to, you're going to have to cut that, cut that out. Okay. You edit. And you have to bleep my, my thing as well. So you don't use the thing. Anyways. So, so um, God, I'm so more work off now. here for editor. That's right.
1: Um, um, yeah. He's never experienced right, this. I want to, I want to okay? jump in here. Okay. Just really me. quickly. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to use a, a story from someone in the MLA that, that hopefully inspires this guy. Kari. Kari is an MLA member, and he um, he went down. So basically, he he, he 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 This is actually basically how the story went. I told him at the at the start, dude, you got to all in on your the champ that you like to play, and you you got to you got to you got to just pursue champ mastery. You got to go down this route no matter what, right? He listened to me. He actually developed a lot of champ mastery with Vex, yeah. right? Then what happened is that Vex got nerfed. The durability patch came out, right? And he's like, I can't do it anymore. I just, you know, Vex just feels really bad. I, I don't want to play Vex anymore, right? I said, you got to be careful. You're going to drop Vex. Is your favorite champ. Is your best champ. You're going to suffer the consequences. He's like, yes, trust me. I don't worry. He then goes on to play these other champs that he did not really like. Then what happened, Right. He finally, in a fuck around way, realized, Curtis, I know finally what you were talking about. There's a feeling I got and I had when I had Vex, where I knew how to win the game. Win the game, correct. With and it champion. is a feeling. I know what I need to do at every single point of time. No matter how hard the game is, I know what my role is and what to do to maximize my impact in that game specifically. He says, there's a feeling of control that I have that I've never been able to replicate on any other champion. And, and it wasn't until he he went to another champ, feel like it wasn't there and he come back, he's like, this is what I'm missing. He wasn't able to make that connection. So for him, he needs to really like, just even if he doesn't believe in what you, the mantra of like champ mastery, do it like all in on a very small champ ball, just as an experiment. Let's just say it's like, do it out of spite. It's like, I'm going to prove these guys wrong. I am going to prove Nathan Kerr's wrong. Even do it out of spite develop that champion mastery, get a feel for how to really, really win games with like two champs. Then, you know, you can jerk off in your 20 other champions if you want to do that. I guarantee you, you will feel a hell of a lot of difference and you want to go back to the champs that you have your champ mastery on. But there's only one way to find out. It's a feeling thing. You got to do it. You can not You can talk about this for hours and hours on end until you feel the difference. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter.
0: So it's pointed to differentiate. So that was separate from mid lane fundamentals. Yeah. Had nothing to do with. It's about the champion.
1: It's right? about how to win the, cause my philosophy on the game. And I, I think, I don't know if you agree, but I, I view this where, when, if you, if you say you're a Vex, like going back to Kari, you, you learn that you're playing Vex, you're a Vex main. You view the game now, like you're learning the game through the lens of a Vex player. There is no such thing as learning the game holistically. You always, no matter what, will learn the game in a biased way through the lens of a particular champion. There is no other way. Like it's like if you're learning to be a, um, like a, if we're going to use a trade for example, right? A lot of people who are very good builders in the trade industry, they they, they specialize in one trade and then they kind of learn. Based of experience and learnt holistically. Like my dad is a bricklayer and then he learned kind of like just by doing and seeing and being on the building side over time, how things worked. But if he never like pursued a level of mastery within his craft, like you just wouldn't understand certain things. And it's because he was a pra- pragmatic, he was able to put himself in those situations. It's like, you can't learn the game holistically without Going deep down one rabbit hole and pursuing a craft. It's kind of like, um, I don't know if this is a thing in like MMOs. I'm assuming it is. It's like, you gotta, t- to kind of do certain things, I'm assuming you gotta specialize and like, you can't just put skill points in everything. Like, you gotta.
0: You do no damage.
1: You do no damage otherwise. You gotta, the only way to advance in the game is if you specialize in like one tree, be like whatever they call it, uh, a, what, what do they call like the different specific types of a warlock, like a,
0: Affliction, destruction, and demonology.
1: Right. You would have like, a, and, and you would, my Resto something. You restoration were, Shaman. That's yeah, you're ER. like, I'm the best Resto Shaman in Australia. Whatever it was, right? <laughs> you know, you, had, you specialized, yeah, yeah. and that was the only, and then you viewed the game through the, the lens of a Restoration Shaman, right? That's what got you good at the game. But if you never did that, you would never have, you, you wouldn't have a view of the game. Like, you can't
0: even actually play the game. You if can't you actually do play that. the game, right? <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing in League. Yeah.
1: You actually can't. No. Um and the the thing is, and what what what's really fucked him though, what I think, is that because he's actually got somewhat decent results not doing it, it doesn't make sense for him to do it any other way. Because like, well, look at me, I've already got master. I've got to 200 LP. That, that, that's exactly what
0: he like laughed at me when I said, I said you'll never be able to highly He says, Well, I've already gotten to
1: 230 LP. Right. And 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 this is the thing. It's like for him, he's dug himself a really a deep hole where it's like he's learnt and he's learning the game and playing the game in a very uh um, suboptimal way when in reality, he's actually handicapping himself massively. And it just goes to show this guy actually probably has a lot of great instincts and game sense. And maybe even he is naturally talented to a certain extent of the game. Maybe he does have all these traits, but if he actually just honed in, he he could have be he could be way higher. Maybe he's actually a quarter of the LP that he could have been if he specialized in champions, mm. you know, mm. but he, again, he, it, that's hard for him. It would be hard for him to realize that. So
0: the way also the game works as well, because so he's going to latch onto the, well, Curtis, whatever Curtis said irrelevant because it's mid lane. So jungle, because we talk about a lot in the Soul 2 about jungle in terms of the early game. So, so, and that is, it's true. It is a lot of decision making, you know, but in terms of like good jungle fundamentals, like resets, mm-hmm. like lane states, waves, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. But the way that great champion master looks like for a jungler, like that's one part of the game. But you're gonna get to mid game fights and jungle in and jungle fundamentals and a jungle really doesn't matter Don't that much sure. anymore. It's about how to play the fights. Right. That's where champ mastery really. I'm gonna shines. get. Let's
1: give an. Let's. I'm gonna use a jungle example. Yeah. Watch it from a you and one of your plays. I remember distinctly. Okay. Here we go. Right. There's a game I played with Nathan. And this was a while ago. Probably two months ago. Three months ago. You were playing Xin Zhao. Remember this one, Nathan? I
0: do. Yes. And you wrote me on
1: this podcast before. Or about and, it? And, and and Nathan. In this mid-game fight, we had a front-to-back team fight. We had Winkon, so I think it was me. I was playing, like, some hyper carry, a Casio, and then we had, like, a fed eighty carry or something like that. Rather than going in the middle of the fight and splitting the fight and peeling for me and the eighty carry, he proceeded to dive onto the back line kind of with a Maokai or some shit, I can't remember, and we lost the game. And I remember saying after, Mike, Nathan, even though you, you fucked up in the early game, we could have still won this game if you actually peeled for me and the Ezreal in this fight. And that is the difference, Chair Masri. If he was really good at Xin Zhao and really present in the moment, he would have adapted and been like, okay, I can actually maximize my kits in this game and identify my role to peel rather than dive and rather than screwing and denying the enemy AD carry from doing damage allow my AD carry you are playing that, you know, Cassiopeia, Cassiopeia and so again
0: I wasn't thinking about how to play around you and what you wanted and stuff like that
1: exactly that's where champ mastery comes in it's not just about what you want to do it's how your champ interacts with your teammates champ that's right and uh, surely this would it would also apply to ganks like so if you there's, I'm sure there's level of, levels of mastery and ganking like you could pull off a gank that's like really on the yeah, cusp if you have the champ
0: 100% like honestly, I've yeah.
1: died to ganks all the time where I never thought it was possible for me to die but that's I'm right. not I just get caught off guard. Yeah. Like I died. Rank, I watched, I did a review the other day with a rank of versing a Rengar jungle. One of my reviews, this Rengar noticed that the wave was like, kind of like it got squished. And so such that he could jump onto one of the minions without ultimate, just out of the bush and like killed him. I'm like, you just die here. Like with this, I didn't think you could die. I would have died here as well. Yeah. That's just, that guy has champ mastery. He, yeah. he noticed that the wave was kind of weird and you just die. Again, there's jam mastery, things like that. Like the, there's little things that your champ you can figure out. Little t- there's always
0: again, there's always a next level. Going back to the Maverick thing. This
1: whole email it pisses me off because it's just disrespect for the game. Really, it That's is. What, it, it, it oozes is. disrespect for the game. For Whenever the
0: game. you're playing 200 games in two weeks, I, I think you're you're disrespecting the game. Straight oh yeah, up. no, no matter what, you're just yeah. an addict. You're just an addict and just playing the game. He pissing is, away
1: he, he does it all the time. I mean, because he's not on my program, so I don't really care about yeah. roasting him. Like yeah. he is 100% an addict. Yeah. Yeah, You know, you cannot have a good relationship with a game that play many games. No. And the fact that he says he's happy doing that, I mean, you don't How It's hard to know if you are, if you haven't done the opposite. Hmm. Like if he hasn't genuinely given three blocks and having playing a, sm- a small champ, a go, like a genuine go, then y- how can you say otherwise? Like you've only done the one thing. So what's the, what's, what's the matter? What's the point? Like, the, you know, you're arguing into a brick wall. It's like... The reason Nathan and I believe in this is not because we've just only done three blocks over. We've come from the spamming game. Correct. <laughs> we've come from the other side, right? We didn't, we didn't just pull this out of our eyes. We've done the other thing and realized that it's actually not, it doesn't work too well and then come to this side, right? It's way so more effective.
0: Like, I want to say as well with the Zinzow. I had like two, I had like 300 games on Zinzow probably at that point. Again, I don't even really know how to play the champion still. Yeah.
1: there's still room for improvement. Massive three, improvement. No, 50
0: games, 300 games. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 100%. It's just a disrespect for the game straight up. Um, And, yeah, I, I totally agree. He will never get Challenger the way he's playing. Never.
0: Yeah. So yeah, just because you're jungle, um, because of the entire game was champ mastery in jungle relevant. Yeah, like your role, especially as a jungler, it's got nothing to do champ mastery. They're too, they're tied together, but they're not at the same time as well.
1: Just wing con assessment, man. Like like this, um, when I verse those Shaco one tricks, like the good ones, like that Gooby and O's, like there's so much oh champ mastery God. there. there I it just thinking about it, it pisses me off. Like they just. They know how to, they don't know, like anyone can gank on Shaco and get a kill. That's right. Right. Sure. This guy as well, this dude, he can play Shaco, you know, one of his 17 champs and probably get first blood. Right. Right. And he could maybe even snowball a win con. He could do that as well. Okay. Great. What happens when that game now gets sought out and now we're in mid game and it's actually kind of even, they've actually got a shutdown. What are you going to do as your Shaco? How are you going to adapt your build? How are you going to play fights? How are you going to use your clone?
0: Mm. I mean, mechanic, especially with that oh, type of champion. Man. Maybe it's a champ specific thing, Dude. but just, the, the way that the, he uses his clone That guy stuff,
1: is, is so good at like Shaco. It's just another level.
0: fight. It's another it level. It feels like
1: a different champion. It's a different champion. It's, a, it's a different champion. Nathan's Rek'Sai feels like a different champion compared to the other Rek'Sais. Like you just feel it. Like people that have mastery, you just already know heading into the game. Like it's, they're going to make the game hard no matter what. Like there's just levels.
0: There's levels to it. All right. Next question here is from Sybil. No way. Really? Sybil. A very short one. Okay. Very, very short one here. <laughs> I think Sybil's been doing some coaching for himself. The tallest email is client success indicator. Um, hey, Nathan and Curtis. Within your time coaching, you've no doubt had clients who climb and make not- noticeable progress while others struggle as their mental framework and skill skills plateau. What are the qualities and indicators of the clients that really develop their level of play? So for some context, Sybil was our jungler in Diables for about a year. He was your midland, your jungler yep. for a
1: time. Yep. I love Sybil. He's we the love best, Sybil. best
0: guy. He's, he's, uh, I have a four-hour video with him on my YouTube video and an at least lecture. We've got to
1: get him on the, the BBC we at do. some point. We, we do. we get him on the BBC.
0: He loves the game. He, he loves talking he about is. the game, so you'll love it.
1: He fits in the BBC universe. <laughs> he does. <laughs>
0: Is a character. <laughs> All right, Curtis. So, really yeah. good, simple question. Yep. Um, qualities indicators of clients that are successful in our programs or that we've seen?
1: Just the way they, just, just, just the, the questions they ask.
0: Questions they straight ask. Straight up. Well, you said before saying that they don't care. They don't give a shit if they're wrong. They look dumb
1: or they're embarrassed or something like that. And the the type of games they bring to review. Yes. Straight away. They're not
0: ego protection games. No. They're not like these games that they, they could probably review themselves a few. Yeah. Out. It was just a waste of time anyway, but they-
1: And they're not afraid to have short reviews. Mm. Like sometimes i will just come in, they have one thing. It's like, I just want you to look at this. Yes. And it's like, that is coming. They have a
0: question going into it. They've
1: already reviewed it themselves. Correct. And they really know what they want to get out of this. Yes. It's like, we just, I just want to look at the mid game here. I just yeah. felt really like low impact. There's a few questionable decisions. I'd love to get a second opinion. Yep. Boom. That's boom, it. boom. Boom, 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 boom. efficient. Great questions. Gr- like concise reviews. Curiosity. Curiosity. Not afraid to look dumb. Respect for champ mastery. Yes. And I've also, I've also found that they, they're also like- more, sorry, excuse me. More respectful of people around them. Like I don't know if it's about you, but like they, they, they actually the people that got the most results in my in my Milan Academy, they have a like in like an inbuilt re- respect for the craft. I think such that they help other people on their journey a lot. They're very, yes. they're very giving. Like mm. I think they they wanna help others as well because they've done it. And I think they really, they kind of respect that whole process. I
0: have many members in, in Salts who like that as well. Yeah. some of my best clients. They just, yeah, they don't have really intention to help, but they just, they just love the game they're just like, just want oh, it's cool. Like I've had that experience as well. Like here, I'll help out this person. Yeah,
1: hundred um, percent. That's about it really. In- intensity.
0: Is intensity a one you've seen from people's results?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Intensity, I guess. Uh, yeah, process process oriented as well. I was going to say they really, really want it, but I've got
0: clients that really, really want it that don't, that really, that's yeah, like a detriment. they don't really want it. It's like a detriment. No, but you got to do, so I think it's sometimes a good end Sometimes it, maybe there's other factors there. I'm yeah, I'd there have in, to think about more about that, that one. You do,
1: you do got to want it, but you, you, you got to manage it in a way. Manage your expectations. You gotta, yeah. You got to manage it.
0: Like, so also accepting your level of
1: play is really important yes, as well. that's a big one. Accepting where you're at. Accepting where you're and, at. And, and fucking off the past. Like, whatever's happened in the yes. past, like, they don't give a shit. Correct. It's like, they just really just humble in the moment. It's like, okay, I am where I'm at. I will listen and I'm just going to do it, you know? And also, they take initiative. Like, they they won't ask shitty questions. Like, when, you, when they ask a question, it's a good question. And, like, I'm going to – like, I know that if I get a DM from them, I already know that it's something important. You know, it's something that like they've thought about. And it's not like they've just come to me at, at the first instinct. It's like verbal diarrhea or it's just they haven't, you know. That's right. Like they, they really thought it through and they know that if they're gonna message me and write something to me, it's like they've really thought it through and they do they do need help. Like th- I think they understand that the best sort of learning they can have is the one that they teach themselves.
0: Yes, absolutely. That's the only way to do it. Got... Yeah, I... And they take initiative. Yeah.
1: And yeah,
0: because too many people they come into our program they expect us to just tell them the wisdom and then it's suddenly yeah. it's going to be downloaded, insert, yeah. execute perfectly.
1: Or well, it's like like I, it, they will say things like I've, I've I've watched a bunch of this guy, I've watched a bunch of this guy playing this like this. What do you think about this guy? Or like um, I've got the g- guy grinder and he will say like I've watched a bunch of vods of this guy. And he plays it like this. Can you take a look at a clip for me of this? And what do you think of this? Like he's he's like gotten other people's clips. Like he's taken initiative with mm. his learning journey, mm. you know? And I love that.
0: All right. Next question here is from Andrew. Title this email is Normal Games. Mm. Hey, guys. I'm a new listener looking to improve my gameplay and mental to get me out of low elo. I got introduced to the game a couple of years ago at the end of season ten, and have played the game with the same group of people since then. Uh, I played norms games, ex- normal games, exclusively for about a year, and then started playing ranked about a year ago. I found that I haven't exactly found my gameplay improving, as I found it difficult to balance playing three blocks with playing games with my friends. I wanted to ask if you guys think that normal games can be helpful in improving gameplay or if I should try to find more time in my day to play three blocks. Thanks a bunch of guys. Keep doing what you're doing. All right. I have an approach to this question, Curtis. I'm going to get lots of backlash for this. I'm prepared, but this is my experience and this is the reality. Okay. So he's got a friendship group that he likes to play the game with. I've found that friendship groups, especially if you're, it sounds like they all were on the same journey together. All It sounds like there's no like high elo players. Like they're all like probably around. There's probably people that just play casually. Mm-hmm. People they, they probably don't even play ranked and he wants to go and improve by himself. Right. Unfortunately, you're not going, you're, you've got, show me your friend, show me your future. I'm not saying that to, to get really get rid of your friends, but your friends are going to be holding you back. Unfortunately, the way that I view the ranked journey, it's a very personal journey. You sort of need to go off, by yourself in the realm and not, because I of the day, when you're playing normal games, you're still playing the game and like they're going to be saying some things in comms and stuff like that. You're slowly going to get into the, their mindset in a way and you're not going to have that time by yourself to really develop an improvement mindset towards the game, a different approach to the game. Because no matter what you say, even if you have a, this three block process and you're following the process, you're going to get sucked into their view of the game and how they want to approach the game. What do you think of this, Curtis?
1: I agree and disagree. Shit, here we go. I, 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 th- I think it all, it all, it ties back to your, your intention. So, I think it's good to if you want to play friends, play with your friends, but yeah. you, it's the way you do it and like play norms, but don't play your main role. Like have fun with it. It's like a fun experience. It's yeah. a, it's like playing mini golf with you know you know it's like say it's like a pro golfer playing mini golf. They're not gonna try hard and in mini golf and, you know, try to do all this crazy shit. They're just going to have fun with their friends and family. I think it's the same thing in the sense that it's the way you approach your normal games. And as long as you're not coming in with that competitive mindset or it's like you're, you're doing comms and you're playing your main champ and you're doing the whole thing. No, it's, I'm going to probably play a second. I'm going to play my secondary role. I'm going to play champs. I don't really play before. I'm going to have fun. I mean, it's, it's literally going to be a circus and you know, piss around. Yeah, and 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 as long as that's your mentality heading in, and it's like a switch off, like zombie mode mentality, that's okay. I see your point though. If you feel as though your friends are really into it and they're really trying and they're saying like, "Oh, this dog shit, this person, this champ's OP," and <laughs> you know, this champ is so busted. I'm sorry,
0: but that's just. But the I don't know. I don't want to jump is. to conclusions. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I mean, I know, we, I know, we I know, can't
1: extrapolate. Of like, know, sure, there are some people out there that have oh. those those friendship groups that take it really seriously, and they're like, "Oh my god, this pike is so boosted," and you know, like they get really like upset in normal games yeah. and they they rage about riot and how shit riot is. Sure, that's going to have a negative impact on you, and that may negatively affect your solo queue game and climb. Sorry, and you know, there's probably um, there's probably a reasons there or some reasons to to suggest that yeah, that's not the best usage of your time. And you, you're right, you show me show me your friends, show me your future, but that's not the case for everyone. Some people do have just casual friends that like you know, it's just like playing cod zombies and just kind of want to dick around. And I think that's completely fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't play your main champion. Yeah. Don't play your main, don't even play your main role. Honestly, just play a whole different role.
0: Yeah. No, I I definitely need to accept that. um, I am just relentless on the mindset of improving in the game. And like, like, oh, I, I had World of Warcraft. Our friends, Mm. you know, like, you know, you know, so you knew some of them that, that got me onto league and stuff. And when I started wanting to take the game seriously, I never played with them, never Mm. talked. I couldn't even get on the same wavelength. Like I had to separate remove myself. And again, this might just be a bit me, uh, the Nathan Mott personal thing. But that's what I just. But view. also I think remember, you cannot.
1: were you know you're, you're not the average gamer in the sense no, like you were right. trying to go pro type thing like yeah your mentality when I approach games was like be the best that's right
0: that's it's different the
1: actual it? best yeah. like a lot of these players they're not trying to be the best player in the world they're not yeah. trying to be pro they yeah. they want to just get to diamond or they just want to get to master tier or whatever it might be and that's okay. So I think that you know we got to be you got to be a little bit careful. I am. I'm dragging really, no, I'm yourself really bad. into this. I know.
0: I'm going to get flamed in the comments. I'm already aware of this. You know, it's like uh, I, people say. It's like Nathan. I I I have improved. and I have play do play with my friends, mm-hmm. and I actually know some members in Solta that do do that. But it's just not my mindset. It's not how I approach things. Uh, yeah, that's just my view, and it's uh, could be a detriment to me. And yeah. Maybe that scares off some people, but that that's my view. Again, the interesting thing here especially, you know, he's he said he's done this and he for a year and he hasn't got results. So, you know, it's like what happens if you go off on your own, you know? And that's, that's my, Mm. cause I always say, you know, if, if something's not working, try some drastic measures. I'm
1: sure there's other things going wrong though. Like if he's not getting results, like we'll get to that. I mean, I feel like it's tying back to the dodging the champ select thing. It's like, yeah, (laughs) I'm sure there's There's other reasons. It's possible. Again, it's possible. I have
0: seen people play a lot with their friends and still, but I
1: think let's just summarize it as just be a little bit careful about who you surround yourself with. And the the way your
0: mindset and your approach when you play these normal games. Yes. That's correct. Jesus, that's 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 heavy for me, dude. That's heavy. All right, next question here is uh, from Lara. The title of this email is, please play ranked. This is the opposite to the last email. So this is interesting. Hey, Coach and Nathan, I want to share a story of mine, and it's very important because I see it quite a lot. People are playing within the wrong queue. They think that they prevent tilting by not playing ranked, but it makes it even worse. I'm that type of player that cannot play the game for fun. Like that doper gladiator mindset. It always resonated with me, but I was never pushed in playing ranked because I was insecure combined with the narrative. uh, A girl should not try hiding ranked. So I assume Lara is female, Uh, which is an absolute joke. Um, I played around 10,000 normal games from 2019 until 20, sorry, 2009 until 2019. She's been playing longer than we have. Here is the problem. I was versing good oppo- opponents. If you look on what is my MMR, I was around top 215 normal games MMR because I was playing against master or grandmaster slash low challenger players. Most of the time. I also thought that this is my skill level, but everyone plays norms for fun, right? So they're probably only playing on a low platinum level in normals. So it sounds like she um, thought that normal games was good practice because she was playing versus challenger and grandmaster to players because um, yeah, that's what was in her games in season 10 i started playing ranked solo and i got to platinum 4 instantly since then it's a constant slow grind i'm currently low grandmaster, similar to my opponent's ranks in normals in season nine but the level of play is way way higher compared to normal games it is huge so please play ranked if you're trying to win and get better it's even worse if you're playing normal games if you're playing normal games while really trying to win, assuming you're not a beginner, the toxicity will be worse. Most players are toxic because they're not happy with their level of play or with their teammates. The level of play of normal games is lower compared to ranked. It will actually increase your toxicity. Yes, there is a problem with the LP, but I guess dying um, have to ignore the little number that shows how much LP you have lost. Um, I've learned so much over the last two and a half years of ranked, not only about league, but also about myself. I'm more confident. I'm not saying that I'm very good, but it works. If you're serious about the game, play ranked. If you want to play for fun, play normals. And if you are happy with your level of play, because you won't get better here and want a more competitive environment, play clash or other tournaments, but please choose the fitting queue And don't be scared by this minus 15 LP screen.
1: So she's low GM
0: now? That's what it sounds like. Yeah, I'm okay. currently low grandmaster.
1: Yeah. I, I find normal games so toxic, by the way. I remember last normal game I played, um, I played a game uh with my girlfriend, and I was getting flamed. Like just by a bit. like, it, like you, you know, first things first, I says, are you the real Coach Curtis? <laughs> and then and then that would happen. And then the, I would get flamed. I'm not playing like a random because I didn't want to shit stomp in normal games. So I'm just dicking around, um, playing random supports that I'd never play. Right. And then, um, I was like playing a Lulu support game and then I played random, random stuff and I'm like chilling and I'm playing with a beginner here. Like, you know, she's a beginner and I'm getting flamed. Like people saying like, Oh, you're so bad. You're, you know, like legit, like people saying, well, is you, you really a challenger? Like stuff like that. Like I didn't think what you're, you know, I can't remember specifically what they said, but they're saying like, you're really a challenger. I didn't know challenges were this bad, shit like that. And I'm like, do I have to mute all in a normal game? You know, what is this shit? Like, why am I getting flamed? And, and they don't understand. They automatically assume that a challenger player who's going to play in a normal game, no matter what role they play or anything, they're trying and they're going to try and dominate. That's just like their mentality or something. Or they expect that someone playing for fun casually is going to dominate no matter what. Like the, the analogy I view it, it's, it's kind of like Tom Brady playing football, throwing the football with his son. Mm. Like he's not trying to dominate his son, right? He's just throwing the, throwing the football. That's like the same thing as all I'm doing. I'm just dicking around here, having a bit of fun, hitting a few minions, cast a few abilities Maybe get a few kills, a few assists. <laughs> That's yeah, it. Yeah. You know, it's a circus. It's, yeah. a, fi- it's a it's a casual. It's cod zombies. My yeah. mind's in another realm, right? People don't understand that. It, it is. It's a casual game mode. That's what it's for. It's for casuals. That's right. People. Yes. It shouldn't. She's should spot on. If you're trying to get better at the game, get the fuck out. What are you doing in normal games? You're playing ranked. Ranked only. That's why we don't play normal games. It's ranked only.
0: Yep. And with, I've, t- I've talked about this, one of the past Reddit reacts and you sort of laughed at me. It's like, I've someone as Rift as like stepping into my office. Like <laughs> I'm not, it's like, let's say it's like you go home and you have an office. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like I'm saying, it's like, I'm if I'm playing normal games, I'm taking my home life into the office. You know right. what I mean? Like, yep. that's yep. why. That's why yeah, I'm that's why so it feels hard. Icky on, as well, it's it feels not shocking. Fun. It feels so it really bad. does. I and, agree. and that's why I say. That's why I was so hard on the. I forgot who it was. Was it Andrew about yeah. the normal games with yeah. his friends? Like, that's that's it. Just it just is something there. Like, I, I think a Rams would be better. Yeah, a Rams is It's better. a different, it's different map and everything. It's a different game. But it's a different room in the house. Summoners Rift. It's a different room in the house. That's right. Yes, you're not going into your office having intense cause, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like, remember that strategy, you know, what we did in, in, in when we talked about, you know, for dials, yeah. we, we said how, how bad it was. That's like, we, like when you were, when we were pro team, we played on the, we did high intensity scrims on the same computer, the same chair. And then after we would relax and then play you know go on youtube and watch like play pubg yeah play pubg and stuff on the same computer on the same computer in the it's, same
1: chair and the same, the same desk thing. it's like you're 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 going from extreme intensity to extreme low intensity in, in the, the same, same environment. environment oh there was a study about
0: this guys yeah. all right guys you got to you got to bear with me guys because people think i'm crazy all right? <laughs> there's there was a study i think you guys can look this up where a, what and a, a workplace did is what they did was they they had different colors um, in rooms, like let's say like a red room and a green room, right. Mm. And they tested like your psychology or like your brain patterns or whatever. I would have to find this somewhere, but I hope someone can find it. And they found that, that with, they kept on going into the same room, like this red room for six months and they did a certain activity, right. If that were, if they were to go to a different room and do an activity, the that same doing activity. That, they, they don't do it the same way or don't have yeah. the same intention. They think about it differently.
1: Yeah. That's how, that's just with colors. Well, it's with objects, with things in your environment, right? It's like when they say, when you're studying for exams, when you're in school, they said that you should have something on your desk, like when you're studying and then you bring that object on into the exam. So you have it with you. So you're automatically in the same like headspace because we, we, we can pick up on visual cues and like. Embody the same.
0: I love that. Yeah. Or some has, state, has some people, they can't study at home. They have to like go to the library or something. Yeah, they yeah. like have to study similar, yeah. in the library.
1: That's why I had to study at uni. I couldn't study at home. I, I did all my uni work at uni, at the library and, and like the areas. And I didn't want to do anything at home because work, home was playtime, you know, same thing. Yeah. Exact
0: same thing for as Rift, guys. Summoner's Rift, yeah. Okay. And that's why. That's my philosophy. I'm really obsessed with it. I'm hard on it. That's the, there you go that's the end of the podcast so Nathan
1: you know in the future when you're a, a billionaire yeah you're gonna have different rooms <laughs> colour coded I'll, I'll have a different one
0: I'll have like a my, so my red red room red room high intensity solo key. Solo key. the only thing on that is League of Legends right and then I'll have another room my green room that's what I go to review after right
1: and then the, no the next level Nathan is when you you're high intensity you're yeah. in the red room yeah and then you have an orange room Is like you wanna get games in but they're not super high <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> yeah you like know what what, what you're in mood a you're in or something in,
1: and then and then and then, you, and then you go to the green room and do the coaching and yeah then, yeah and then and say you're unsure you want to hype yourself i'm mean, gonna you go to the red room yes because that will get me
0: into the mindset because <laughs> when i i see the red it, well, that's the way it works
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 cool we feel it so we're, i agree we're happy okay yep that's it so, yeah, I think it's an important message that Lara spread, though. You know, if you're playing norms to get better at the game, you're doing it wrong. Listen to someone who has experience. She did 10 years of this. She's going to save you a lot of time. Guys, you got to listen to people that have experienced this. Yes. Come on. Imagine how, good, imagine how good she would be, by the way, if she spent, like, half of that time in ranked. How much better she would be. Yeah. Also, you've got to remember, this is something I'm really passionate about. You, get, you can actually get worse. Like you genuinely get worse. When you're playing with people that are playing quote unquote for fun, you actually are picking up bad habits because people are going to make the suboptimal decision more often than they make the optimal decision. So when you actually go into a real game, a ranked game, they're not going to make their decisions. So you're actually thrown off. You're like, wait, I'm not expecting that. Why would they do that? You know, like because people don't give a fuck. In, Let's in say like games. jungles doing
0: something like random as invades, Ra- like yeah. level one invades with bad champs or something like that.
1: Well, like you won't get punished for showing on the map. That's right. You know, as a jungler, things like that, you know, you're just just never going to happen. Not reliable enough for you to learn anyway.
0: So, Lara, thanks for riding in. A huge fan. Anything else we should say for the my gascadas? Um, I think that's about it. All right, good work, everyone. Let's keep on improving in ranked Summoners Rift, and we'll see you next time.